Kim, are you okay, buddy? Can you talk? Yes, I can talk. You you asked me as soon as I took a sip. Sorry, I couldn't see. So I couldn't say anything, <laughs> and I'm like, well, this just makes it sound worse. I'm ready to jump over there and do the Heimlich on you. Please do. <laughs> no, I have a hard time eating bread. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I think I just got to chew better, honestly. I get too hungry and I just swallow it. Oh, man. Have you ever had that? Have you ever had that? Of a, Ian, Ian was eating a um, sandwich. Sandwich, and I could tell he kind of was having an issue, and it made me scared for a second. I'm it's, okay, though. It's nothing to joke around, like, seriously, though, because. That's not funny. Have you ever had that where you thought for sure you're, you're going to choke to death? Oh, there's been a couple of times where I'm eating and all of a sudden I'm like, this is it. This is how I go. Yeah, that happened to me like, I don't know, a long, long time ago. As my sister was living in the Twin Cities, like going to college. This was a really long time ago. And I was eating a steak. And it Ooh. wasn't even that big a piece of steak. But I'll ne- I will never forget this as long as I live because that's my closest call I ever had where I literally was choking. I don't know how I was able to cough it up. Like, my sister was oblivious. She was, like, in her kitchen, and you can't make a noise, you know, and somehow I was able to cough it up, but that was terrifying to me. Yeah. So I totally try to super chew my food because of that incident where I'm like, oh, my God, I don't ever want to be in that position again. That was hey, horrible. if you want to baby bird me, that's fine. <laughs> Just kidding. Please don't do that. Gross. That was actually a very disgusting image in my head. <laughs> that's super gross. I'm so sorry. I'm not baby birding anybody. Sometimes I'll do that to my dogs. Really? You know, well, you not, like chew stuff no. up and then like spit it into their mouth? Not spit it in their mouth. Oh, but, like, okay. let's say I'm eating a piece of meat and it's like grizzly. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, gross! I don't want that. And then I'll just give it to them. Okay. It's not a, it's not a, a full full blown baby. Just bird. whistle at them. Tweet tweet. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's pretty much how my dogs are. They sit there and they stare at me. They just don't have their mouths open. Oh, they're the worst. Ever when someone eats. And it's my fault because I never should have started to ever give them table scraps. And once you do, you're done. Like, there's no getting around that. All right. Let's move on. Taylor Swift is the artist that declined to perform at uh, the, uh, I don't know what number this is, LVII. It's 50-something halftime show that's coming up Sunday, February 12, 2023. Uh, for the Apple Music. 57. Captain, 57. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Despite rumors, Taylor Swift will not be performing. We uh, told you yesterday, Rihanna actually is going to be the halftime performer, which is interesting, too, because she uh, was it last year. She declined to perform in the Super Bowl or yeah. the year, 2019. Yeah. It was around the Colin Kaepernick. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So out of solidarity, she's like, no. I'm so they asked Taylor that. Swift before they asked Riri? Um, I don't know. They just said that she, uh, TMZ and people say that Swift was asked to perform the NFL show but declined the opportunity so she can continue the process of re-recording her back catalog. So it's not anything that she has against Super Bowl. She's just busy. So Okay. That's fair. Yeah. So um, I guess, yeah, they must have asked her first, and she said no. So... Um, I wonder how Rihanna's going to feel being uh, <laughs> right. getting the scraps hope she from... Hope she doesn't hear... So I was your second choice. No, it might have been the third. Right, that's what I'm saying, too. She, then I'll see like, anybody else. You know what? Ed Sheeran denied, too. I'm just going to throw that out there. <laughs> Let's just start that rumor mill. <laughs> but, uh, you know, between you and me, if I had to choose Rihanna or Taylor Swift, I'd take Rihanna hands down. I don't want to give you my answer. 
It, we know it's Ed Sheeran, but he's not really performing. So. <sighs> Gene, I'm hashtag basic. I'm going with T Swizzle. <laughs> That's okay. I'll still be. Listen, I remember being in high school and listening to teardrops on my guitar. It just hits me in the feels. Oh, I know you're so sensitive. We gotta be careful about that. So, uh, there, so there you go, Taylor Swift. Um, God, what a process that would be. Re-recording all her old stuff. Oh man. But I'd be like, yeah, show me the money, man. Come on, show these are my the songs. These are my songs. But I gotta re-record them all. I'm gonna do it. It's gonna happen. Coming up in just a couple of minutes, we've got a look at your weather and also information update with WDIO on Mix 108. It's been a full. Deborah now is 6:32, and uh, I'm sure you've heard uh, Ian and I talking about it, Lauren talking about it, Tony talking about it. It's cash for clubs, and so we have been asking people to nominate clubs around the area for a chance to win some money for them to use for whatever they need for their particular club. Yes. So we have teamed up with Plato's Closet, Sirius Aircraft, Incline Station, and Minnesota Power to offer a little financial boost to area school clubs and organizations. Later this fall, later in October, we'll be awarding three different Northland school clubs and organizations $500 in cash to put towards equipment, materials, or other expenses, but we need your help. After taking nominations through much much of this month, we are now looking for your vote to decide which three groups should get awarded one of our $500 gifts. You can vote now through midnight October 9th. We'll then announce the three winning groups the week of October 10th. So let's make this the most powerful school year for Twin Ports area students. Place your vote for which group deserves one of the three cash awards. So there's a full list. I'm not going to go through all of them, but um, there's a, a full list of different clubs. So just pick three, and uh, October 9th we're gonna, is the uh, final day. There's about 15 different clubs. Yeah, so uh, it's pretty cool. So thanks to our sponsors that helped this happen because – uh, especially at schools. I mean, they're constantly being cut funding for so many programs. So something like this could be a big financial boost and maybe even save a program. Save right. a program from not being able to be offered anymore. So, again, uh, you can check it out on the app or at Mix108.com and uh, on our website. And uh, get your get your votes in because now we have our nominees. And uh, there's three organizations out there that are going to be pretty happy getting a nice uh, financial boost. We've got one Republic on deck, Marshmallow 2, and Post Malone. Uh, is he still in the hospital? I don't know. I haven't. I have not heard. But uh, he was in excruciating pain, uh, most likely due to the broken ribs that he continued to tour because <laughs> he is a nice guy and he's a tough guy. But uh, his new song, I Like You, with Doja Cat, is coming up next to Mix 108. Hey, Northland, it's Gordy from Kids. stuff has basically been out since August. <laughs> yeah. like, available to buy since August. Hey, all year round on Amazon. Right. We are revving up for Halloween, one of my all-time favorite holidays. And uh, I'm sure some of you probably saw this uh, premiered last year at Home Depot. It's the 12-foot giant skeleton. Yes. Oh, my gosh. This thing is so cool. I I think Tony has one, like, for real. Um, he, I think so. I mean, he had, definitely has a big skeleton. He was on a quest to get the skeleton because it sells out every time they restock them. You can only get them at Home Depot. Um, but I guess they're saying that um, Home Depot is saying that they're going to try to have some more in stock in various stores and uh, people can sign up to get notices. And uh, they're sold out online, too. 
<laughs> which is kind of crazy because that's a mammoth decoration to have. Oh, yeah. So the fact that these keep selling out is crazy to me. And you know that there's somebody out there that has this micro lawn, and they're just like, I don't care. I have to have this 12-foot skeleton because <laughs> it is crazy. And the eyes light up, and it's just um, it is absolutely unbelievable. What is your favorite uh, Halloween decoration you guys have? Uh, so uh, last year, I think it was, I bought a black tree, and we laced it with orange lights. Ooh. Yeah, so it sits in our living room in between our uh, recliner chairs and... It's kind of spooky and cool. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, Last year we had like uh, bats uh, that we put on the wall that looked like they were coming like out from behind the tree, but we didn't do that this year. Do you have any outside stuff that you set up? Uh, no. Just inside. My dad has a uh, freaky looking witch that's in the back hall screen door. My favorites that I've seen... Well, there's a lot of really cool stuff that I've seen online. I've never like seen this in person. Is like the witch that's like flying into the garage. Yeah, <laughs> like you just see half the witch. She's all smushed. Um, it is unbelievable what kind of decorations you can get nowadays. Like it is, it just blows my mind. My favorite thing that we personally had was in the bowl. Um, when you'd reach in there, a hand would come. <laughs> Come out. Yep. It's like kids that would grab candy just would pretty much get knocked over, which is kind of mean, but it was really funny. Uh, my mom had a bowl with uh, a skeleton in the middle and candy around it. And every time it was motion activated. Yeah. So it would like say things every time someone went to grab. And my favorite one was he started singing. Um, I ain't got nobody. <laughs> nobody. <laughs> That's awesome. And uh, I was just talking to a, f- a friend of mine kind of along those lines, too, of we were talking about costumes because she was talking about for her kids. And she was just saying, she's like, God, they're so expensive. Like these because these costumes are so elaborate nowadays. And I mean, obviously, you can get you don't have to get the super, you know, superhero $60 elaborate one. I mean, they come in all price ranges. Right. It just depends on what ones your kid want. And so we were laughing because I'm like, yeah, I remember as a kid when we'd have those. They were basically like a garbage bag was the costume, and then the hard plastic mask that would scratch your face, and you couldn't see. You couldn't see out of the eye holes because it was just this like horrible manufactured mask. And so we were just we were just laughing hysterically. Or I'm like, or you know, I just would I'd come up with some weird costume. I was a mummy like three years in a row, you know, it's just an old sheet, or you're a ghost, or you know, I mean, it right? Was, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Nothing as elaborate was available as the costumes that kids have now. My uh, favorite costume as a kid is I had the bloody scream mask that, like, had a heart that you would, like, pump and then blood would come down. Yep. Yeah, Cody had one of those. It was a zombie mask. Ooh. He was a zombie. So, like, his clothes were all ripped. And then the uh, my son had, and then the face had the thing. Well, of course, he messed with it and messed with it and messed with it. By the time it came to Halloween, I think I had to get him a new one. Oh. So it was broken. He's like, cheating the blood's not pumping through my mask. Oh. <laughs> And then the then the boys each had one of these like fake blood machete bloody machetes. Oh yeah. And when I was moving, there there must have been a reason why I confiscated these machetes because I'm sure they were probably whacking each other with them. So here's me moving, and I find this like fake bloody machete in the back of my closet. I'm like, Whoa. oh no. I'm like, oh my god. Oh okay. <laughs> Can you imagine if I would have left that there for the person that bought my house. 
<laughs> for like a quick second would be like, whoa. That would have been amazing. Yeah, that's, I I did think about it for a second. Then I'm like, no, that's just not right. Don't do that. Uh, coming up next hour, we've got Ian's toolbox plus an information update with WTIO. You definitely want to uh, stay tuned for that. And we'll talk about one of Ian's favorite childhood things that, that used to exist here in Duluth. And he found very similar ones. And uh, maybe some of you can go down that little memory lane with them as well if you grew up here in Duluth. Walk the Moon is also coming up with Shut Up and Dance next on Mix 108. Here's what's. Here's a collection of the stupidest, dumbest, most idiotic people on earth. It's Ian's Toolbox on Mitch 108. What a tool. Oh, boy. All right. Well, a uh, man, where is this? Michigan is named Michael Jackson, by the way. He was caught on security footage swapping barcodes on store merchandise. He stole more than... $2,600, according to police. And uh, the police shared the surveillance footage in an attempt to find him while the man turned himself in. There's no reports if he tried to moonwalk out of the store Ah. with the stolen items. (laughs) Over in Cleveland, the uh, police responded to a disturbance in the potato chip aisle of a grocery store. When uh, two women started fighting each other, one of the women one of the women pulled down the mask of the other woman to spit at her. Wow! When the woman shoved her away, she then went to her cart, grabbed a ten pound uh, ground beef log, and started attacking the woman with it. Who buys ten pounds of ground beef? <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you not buy 10, 10 pounds of ground beef? Listen, there's so much stuff you can make with it. You use a little bit, you freeze it, you defrost it. Oh my Come God. on, Gene. You know, just for future meat making. 10 pound beef log to the yeah. head. Oh, does not sound appetizing to me. No. And then over in Scotland, a red squirrel shut down a bakery for two days. So. The squirrel found its way into a bakery, and uh, red squirrels are actually protected in Scotland, so they couldn't do anything to it, and they were hoping the squirrel would come out on its own, (laughs) but it looks like the squirrel has made a home up in the rafters of the bakery. He's like, look at all this food I got. Mm -hmm. So the bakery had to shut down for multiple days, and they are still trying to get the squirrel out. Don't clobber the squirrel. They're protected. Scotland. <laughs> Scotland, nice red beard. That's going to do for my... Squirrels are protected. That's going to do it for my uh, toolbox. Gym. Our bad accents are just flying everywhere. Aye. Aye, laddie. <laughs> oh, man. You want to protect the red squirrels. <laughs> Thanks for that. It's glass animals now and heat waves. I'd mix one away. I totally loved when Ian was describing this to me yesterday because um, I moved to Duluth as an adult. So yeah. I saw this as an adult, never played on it. But Miss Ian. No. I played on it both ch- as like a child and <laughs> I'm sure I guess almost an adult. Was I an adult? Yeah, I think I was an adult when uh, they tore it down. So uh, tell everybody what you're talking well, about. Before I say that, do you have anything from your childhood that was just like, oh my gosh, this was like the best thing in my life? Um. 
Well, yeah, where we used to go sledding, and then they built a bunch of houses on there. Oh, so my like life, like as a kid, I would beg my parents to take me all the time. Was the wooden castle down at Playfront, right? Well, it's Bayfront Park, but you know yep. Playfront. And oh my gosh, just the memory is of like running all over, going through the tires. Uh, and then there was this little area like under the wooden castle that like we would just like have like secret child meetings, you know? Just and just, yes. Oh, it was literally the best. And I remember being so sad when they were going to tear, tear it down. Like even in high school, we would go there and we'd play like capture the flag like at night. So when like no one was there and it was just like so much Ooh, fun. Ooh, that'd be a cool place to play capture the flag. It really was. I think... Uh, one of my buddies almost got knocked out because he wasn't paying attention when it, where he was running because it was nighttime. I th- yeah, I ran into a a well cap that was sticking out of someone's yard playing capture the flag because I was oh. running and I wasn't paying attention at night. My kneecap hit it perfectly and I flipped over. And of course, I'm like, ow! And my uh, my teams like got their hand over my mouth like, are you going to be quiet or play capture the flags? I'm like, I think I broke my leg. But you had to be quiet because we're playing capture the flag. So oh. is this when you like lived on Park Point? Like, how did you how did you get there? Well, I'm. What do you mean? How did I get there? You can get there living anywhere, Gene. Well, no, but you're a little kid, so like, do you ride oh, your yeah. bike there? Or your parents drop oh, you off? Like, no, my parents play, would drive me when you played capture yeah. the flag at night. Oh, that no, I was in high school then. Okay, when I played capture the flag, I get what, what you're you mean. Saying. How did I get there? Well, okay. let's say you're seven. That's and you fair. Need to get That's there. fair. <laughs> no, it was a big part of my childhood. I mean, it was built yeah. in 1989. Right. So, you know, it was there until I believe 2009, maybe 2010. Um, so what I didn't know, though, is uh, when the Junior League of Duluth uh, was going to rebuild the park, they originally proposed it to be built near the Lake Walk next to the Canal Park Lodge. Oh. That would have been pretty cool. But, uh, of course, it was denied, and then they just replaced the wooden castle with what you see today. Yeah. Uh, however... I found two wooden castles. Oh, before I go there, sorry, I forgot to say, some of the wooden castle from Playfront is actually in use today, and it's used as a garden wall at the Lafayette Community Center on Park Point. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's actually pretty cool. It's an edible garden, too, that people can just go in and pick your stuff. And It was pretty cool to see. Uh, I kind of got a little flashbacks yesterday when I went and uh, was looking at some of the stuff. I mean, they don't have like everything from the park, but they got a little, little, little parts of the, the puzzle, you know. Yeah, I'm sure it was some kind of like just giant park kit kind of thing, <laughs> you know. So I found uh, just over a five hour drive from Duluth, Lennington Park in Michigan has a wooden castle park still exists there. They also have a public beach, lighthouse, tennis court, volleyball court picnic pavilion and so much more all along the shores of lake michigan so i'm like this this seems like it's worth the drive wow yeah so like either i'm gonna relive my childhood i'm gonna take my kids and they're gonna have some memories at this park because it looks amazing like we drove all this way for this wooden castle (laughs) thing dad Jeez. and then there's another one in uh, wisconsin if you don't want to drive to michigan but it's actually further than the michigan park it's Cushing Memorial Park. It sits on 8.8 acres, whole bunch of bike trails, historical war monuments, and a wooden castle park. Oh. So there you go. You have two options if you want to make a little drive. 
if you're missing the old wooden castle at Playfront. That's one outside of Madison, right? Yes. Yeah, it's in uh, Delafield. Well, maybe if I'm when I'm cruising to Milwaukee uh, in a couple weeks, maybe if I'm through Delafield, I'll try to find it for a dig picture. Please do, <laughs> and, and go down go down the slide for me too, Gene. And my sister will be like, "Um, you're four hours late." Yeah, I tried to find this wooden castle thing in Delafield, and I got lost. Come on, Gene, <laughs> I believe in you. Well, I'm glad that you're able to uh, relive your childhood by seeing that. And, I mean, and the way it's kind of sad though because it's gone. Well, you know, and they're not the exact same parks, but they're pretty similar. Right. Oh, that's so nice. What I would do to be a little kid again just to go on that wooden castle. (sighs) Me too, because I could actually do, like, chin-ups from the monkey bar. You can't do a chin-up now? Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Yeah, with four people holding me up. I was going to say, I'll I'll help you. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe I could. I'm pretty strong. My upper body's pretty strong. But there's a lot to pull up from the bottom, so... (laughs) I don't know. Maroon 5 on the way. Lizzo and Kale is next on Mix 108. Folks, we're currently, let's see what the temp. We haven't uh, brought up the temp in a while. I think it's still in the 40s. Oh. I'm just sad that that uh, flag across the street's torn. The wolf. It's 37 still. It has not, the temp has not gone up. Leave for a high today of 52. Oh, come on. He's talking about the uh, Wells Fargo flag um, that hangs off the building. It is shredded. And wrapped around the light. So windy. Yeah, it was really windy on Saturday. That's, I'm sure, when it happened. So uh, many people, when you become married, you also marry into your uh, fiancé, the bride. You get in-laws. Groom, whatever. In-laws, yeah. yeah. You get in-laws. Sometimes that can be a good thing. Sometimes it's not such a great thing. But either way, they're now your family, too, so you got to figure it out. Well, a woman uh, recently wrote <clears throat> on a Reddit post about how... Her mother-in-law and fiancé did not like her wedding dress. Her fiancé is an only child, and he wants to respect his mom's vision for their wedding. For his wedding, he's saying. This is one of my favorite subreddits, by the way. Am I the blank hole? <laughs> right. Uh, having uh, her, her fiancé's mother insisted on going along with her on her wedding dress shopping, although the author found a dress... She loved her fiancé's mother had other ideas. She selected another dress saying, I always pictured my son's bride in it. But the author didn't like the dress because it wasn't her type. So she politely declined her future mother-in-law's choice of dress and brought the one she liked home. Her fiancé accused her of turning down his mother's help by not buying the dress she chose. The author said it was her wedding dress and his mother doesn't get a say in it. Her fiancé explained that he and his mother didn't like her attitude. Oh, Mad. Woo! The wedding is off at that point. That's ridiculous. After more arguing, they dropped the subject, went on with their day, but when the author returned home, she found her fiancé replaced the wedding dress she bought with the one his mother wanted. When the author confronted him, her fiancé asked her to give the dress a chance. They had another argument after he got home, and she went to stay with her friend. He kept calling her, saying she overreacted. And his mother had good intentions. Oh, man. While the author's mom is furious, her father thinks she should compromise. Absolutely not. 100%. Oh, my goodness. And if they still went through with the wedding, girl, you got a problem because he is a mama's boy. You know, it's 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 her wedding dress. Why... I don't know. I feel like she should be able to pick the dress that she wants to wear. Of course. 
absolutely. The mother it's not the mother in law's wedding. Oh my god, what a meddler. Um one person on Reddit, Captain Pantit. Pantant said, hand him the ring back, say, I hope you get the wedding you and your mom have always hoped for, and walk away. Right. Honestly. Oh, my God. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with mama's boys. Not at all. Because generally, men that have a good relationship with their mother um, are usually very respectful to women and are good guys. I know lots of mama's boys out there, and they're fantastic guys. She also, she, oh, sorry, say your butt. No, I'm just saying this guy. Right. She also has, um, she edited in some answers to the frequent questions that she has gotten. So she said, A, the dress she picked wasn't crazy. It just wasn't my type. Yeah. B, the issue started during wedding planning and there were other things like way too many things we didn't agree on. But this quote unquote vision has been there for quite a while. C, she is paying for the dress like the bride. Uh, D, uh, her fiance's dad is deceased, and mom has suffered from multiple health conditions. So she doesn't have any daughters, only the one son. And then E, um, her fiance is still persisting. Oh, my God. I see trouble ahead. That's all, yeah, that's all I'm saying. Honestly. Like if, if his mother's that controlling over his life to delegate the wedding dress of his fiance, look out. Look out. Mm-hmm. And her spouse has passed away, so all she hyper-focuses on is her son. Yeah, another user said, uh, yeah, if this is what you want in your life, you're going to have to get used to having her run your lives from here on out. Oh, that's tough. Mm-hmm. That is tough. Mm-hmm. I wish we had a follow-up. I know. Well, I mean, this was literally posted four days ago. Girl, don't do it. So this is, it's still pretty fresh. Run, run as fast as you can. Run. Well, you know what? She sounds like she's someone that stands up for herself. So we'll see if this even, what even happens. You know. Yep. And another person said, do not, under any circumstance, marry this person. Because make no mistake, you're actually marrying both him and his mom if you go through with this. Yep. Oh, boy. I'm like angry. <laughs> like mad okay? for this this poor woman. Do you need a hug? I'll hug you. No hugs. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Do I stink? But no, I yeah, this this is not a good situation. I feel bad for her. You know, this is that's the thing that's tough, like in just relationships in general, where you could meet somebody and they seem like they're just absolutely awesome. You get serious, maybe even get married, and the person ends up being just like the most horrible person on earth. <laughs> you know, like people change, and it's terrible. But this guy's giving you red flags left and right, right out of the gate. Yep. There's no denying what this guy's up to. Why? Well, and, so. I, and I wonder if there's always been red flags, but you haven't really noticed them until like now. And that happens too, where mm-hmm. your friends are like, you didn't see the 17 red flags at the beginning that we tried to warn you about? But this isn't even like a red flag. This is like an entire red everything. This is a house fire. Yeah. (laughs) This is your house on fire. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I got to breathe because I'm just so worked up over this whole scene. It's just terrible. I I hate that the story is getting me upset. Kate Bush on the way. Ed Sheeran 2. Harry Styles is on deck. And uh, we're going to talk about... 
in just a little bit, the, the deadliest Ooh. jobs in Minnesota. One more thing. I just saw this. Somebody else commented. The sane response is to call off the wedding. The comedy response, take his suit back and exchange it for a clown outfit. <laughs> a suit like Dumb and Dumber. Yes. Like orange. Like an orange polyester suit. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. There right now, the uh, current temp. Still get 37. Looking for a high today of 52. Got some sunshine out there, though. More weather details coming up, plus uh, your code PIN number for that chance at $30,000 grand prize with our fill-up contest. Uh, also, coming up next hour, we're going to talk about a skateboarder movie about female skateboarders, professional skateboarders, one of them in the movie. She's from Stillwater, Minnesota. Woo. Kind of cool story there. That's all coming up in minutes right here Mixing Away. Sanju in Two Harbors is at 41 degrees downtown Duluth. Looking for a high today of 54. Woo. Man. All right over it's there. It's nice, though. It's nice with the sun. Actually, 54, I'm telling you what, man, in about a month, 54 would be feeling pretty good. I was going to so, say, I'll take 54 over wow, all anything day. that's below zero. So here's something really, really cool. There's a film. Uh, it's called Skate Dreams. It's been shown at film festivals all over the country. And um, this past weekend, it was there was a special showing in Stillwater, Minnesota, and it's premiering this Saturday at the Duluth Superior Film Festival, six thirty p.m. at Zeitgeist Cinema. Ooh. So now the movie is all about a group of female professional skateboarders, and one of the uh, women in the movie, her name is Nicole House. She was born and raised in Stillwater, and she's been part of the professional skateboard circuit for the last ten years. So the significance of this is because the director of the movie, what motivated her to want to do this is the fact that her daughter, who's now 10, but was six at the time, was uh, wanted to skateboard. So her mom's like, yeah, cool, of course, you know, we'll get you whatever you need. Yeah. And so she was just saying it made her kind of think, you know, when you watch like X Games and things like that, she's like, you never see the women competing. And she's like, there's a huge, huge dynamic of these female athletes um, that people first saw with the Olympics when they had this, the, uh, the street skateboarding competition. Yeah. And so she's like, hmm. But this was four years ago. So this was before, you know, it was, it was seen on the Olympics. And so she was just saying, she's like, it's such a small percentage of women that are acknowledged that are part of the sport. So she's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a documentary about it. So this Nicole House is uh, one of the people that's in the movie, and I just think that's really cool because um, representation matters, people. Yes. <laughs> Very much absolutely. so. You have two daughters, Ian. I mean, I think that for you know your girls to see this and be like, wow, that's really cool. Zoe literally wanted a skateboard for her birthday this year, and she got one. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, I had a skateboard as a kid. I was actually pretty good, but of course, you know, I'm 100 years old, so the skateboards that we had were like fiberglass. Like, they weren't cool like the ones now. I remember we just went school shopping, and I got all these sweet new clothes, and I was trying to impress my friends, and I was wearing them, and I went skateboarding, and I messed up one of my jerseys, and I was so scared to go home. Oh, mom and dad were going to be upset. Mm-hmm. I bet they weren't. Your mom and dad are very cool. No, they were disappointed that I didn't change before I went out. But yep. they weren't like upset at me at all. School clothes and play clothes. Yep. Um, yeah. No, mine wasn't. It wasn't even fiber. It was plastic because I remember when I'd like <laughs> when I, it was it was baby blue. Yeah. And when you 
chip the back, it, it would like shave off part of the skateboard. <laughs> so, and they were really narrow. And I have huge feet, and I had huge flat feet as a kid too. So that was definitely a challenge versus skateboards now that are pretty wide. Right. Um, but um, yeah, my son Caleb is a really good skateboarder. He started. He he, he was interested in about ten. 10 years old. So we got him a skateboard, and, of course, that snapped in half after, like, a week. Oh, man. Because he's doing tricks right out of the gate. Oh, of course. So I'm like, oh, sorry, buddy. Probably should have got you a real skateboard, you know, instead of, like, yeah. one from, like, Walmart that was, like, 20 bucks. Right. Because I'm like, oh, this will be fine. This is his first one. He doesn't need, like, a $200 skateboard. Yeah. But, uh, no, so he's 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 really good. Like, nice. hasn't been able to skateboard as much. I mean, he's been doing it, you know, now for 12 years. But, yeah, um, yeah he's awesome. Like, he can do jumps and all kinds. Of, and I'm just sitting there going, oh, my front teeth. Like, that's what I always think about. It's like falling for it. But, um, yeah, so I've got all the info about Skate Dreams. Very cool. Highlighting women in uh, as professional skateboarders. And, again, uh, this weekend going out to Lou Superior Film Festival. So I've got a link to that. And if you want to go check out the movie, Saturday, 630 Zeitgeist Cinema. Uh, get your tickets ahead of time because guarantee this is going to sell out because this is the only Minnesota showing too. Um, but yeah, so I think it's just I think it's really cool. I just think it's awesome. I I love I love documentaries and some kind of dork like that. And then <laughs> one like this, I just think is is amazing. I just think it's really cool. Yeah, we got Justin Bieber on the way. Post Malone, Louis Capaldi. Speaking of movies, uh, there is a new series out on Netflix that I'm sure many of you have heard about. Oh, yeah. And I'm doing a deep dive, and I'm about halfway through, and I'll tell you uh, what I think about that coming up in just a little bit on Mix 108. Volkswagen of 32, 41 degrees. Looking for a high today of 56. Got plenty of sunshine out there. A little windy to contend with as well, making it even colder outside this morning. <clears throat> so um, when did I start watching this? Today's Tuesday. Sunday night, Ooh. I had uh, seen lots and lots and lots of ads for this uh, on Netflix. It's a series called Dahmer Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story. Well, I didn't realize. So it's saying I'm looking at the ad right now. Season one. So it's like, what? There's more than one season? Well, I thought it was a limited run series. <sighs> That's what I thought, too. Well, it says, okay, so one season. So that okay, that makes sense. I'm, I interpreted that as there's more than one season, and I'm like, oh, my God, there's no way. You could drag this out to two seasons. I'm not sure how many episodes there are. I'm, I believe I'm about halfway through. But, man, I am, t I am telling you, Evan Peters is unbelievable in this role. Oh, yeah. I mean, honestly, I've never seen a role where he wasn't good in. Also, he started in, uh, I believe, Disney Channel shows. So. Yeah. He's... The, he is somebody that can do a lot of stuff. If you watch any of the American Horror Story or Horror Stories, um, the characters that he plays are unbelievable. Like, that guy can do a lot, a lot of different things. Ten episodes, by the way. Okay, so I think I'm on five, probably. Halfway through. Ooh. Oh, my God. it's. I want to watch it so bad I haven't yet just because I feel like I want to watch it with somebody. But there just hasn't been the right time. Yeah, it's um, it's definitely a deep dive. I mean, most of us know kind of the general idea of stuff, mm -hmm. and there is a lot of flip-flopping back and forth, um, like how it initially starts. And I, I don't want to really say too much because I don't want to take away from it, but there's a lot of flip-flopping. Um, very well done. Niecy Nash plays his neighbor, Yep. who I took me a while to figure out it was her. Um, 
but it is very, very well done, very disturbing. I mean, obviously, the whole story of it. And what's really interesting to me is his accent. Because being from Milwaukee, there's a definite Wisconsin accent, right? Okay. And he's got a down pat. Really? Oh, yeah. And then what's really interesting is there's another character that comes into play, and it's Molly Ringwald. What? Yeah. She's in it too. Yeah. And so she has, like, dark brown hair, and, you know, she's in her 40s now, you know, so it's like she looks completely different. And she even had the act, like, it was kind of exaggerated at times. It was almost Fargo-ish. Okay. But with a Wisconsin accent. Oh, jeez. And um, so that, to me, I picked up immediately. But um, it's really harrowing, though. And, you know, and then they'd make a lot of references of, like, businesses in Milwaukee. So it was just very weird to me. Richard Jenkins is in it, too? How's he? Oh, plays his dad. Is he good? He's great. Yeah, he's he's really good. I'm going to have to check it out. And then there's a... Uh, the woman that plays his grandma, I'm not, I can't figure out who it is, but I, I know that I've seen her before, but there's just a lot of different characters, a lot of different elements. And, um, is the grandma Joyce or Catherine Joyce? I think Penelope Ann Miller is Joyce. No, that's not her. It must be. Catherine is, uh, Michael learned. She was in the Waltons. Yes, that's her. It was okay. the mom from the Waltons then. Because she's a lot older now, so that's why I was trying to figure yeah, out. She's 83. Was. Yeah. Um, but the the thing, too, is this gives you a lot of uh, way deep insight into Jeffrey Dahmer. Like, goes back to high school and kind of his whole childhood. Well, which is which what they wanted to do with the TV show. Right, which we've all heard stories, but, I mean, you really get a deep dive into the, how messed up this guy was. And there's even a point where, not that I felt, I don't want to, it's it's hard to say like I empathized with him because okay. he's just, he is such a monster. Yeah. But there was lots of times through the movie where he was saying, he's like, there's something wrong with me. Like he'd, he would plead to like his parents to say, I need help. Like the things I think about aren't normal. Oh. Which of course not. The guy, right. for anybody to do the horrific things he did, there's no way. But What's interesting is that he knew this about himself. It was kind of, yeah. So anyway. Would you recommend it? Yes, 100%. But it is very disturbing. Of course. I mean, you, I mean, you, you kind of know what you're getting into with this. But more so than any other of the of um, shows I've seen about Jeffrey Dahmer or reenactments or whatever, this one is really, really well done. And again, brings in a lot of different characters and a lot of different background and and whatever. But um, obviously, not. I I, w- I wouldn't even know what age to set this at to be appropriate because it's it's very it's so disturbing. Okay. But um, yeah, so if you have Netflix and you want to check it out, um, like I said, I'm about I'm about halfway through, and I'm just. I'm going to hopefully wrap it up tonight because now I'm like, I'm going to watch five episodes tonight. Are they like hour long episodes? They're about hour long. All right. Good luck. But see, the thing is, I don't, I don't know if I will because I can't have anything else going on. Like I was trying to blog and do work and there's no way because I'm so sucked in on the show. Oh yeah. I feel like it's one of those shows you have to pay attention to. 100%. So if you have someone that you watch shows with that's chatty, don't watch it with them. Like what did, what did I start watching? Um, Steve Carell's new show where he plays a therapist 
the patient and um, his new patient is a uh, serial killer and he kidnaps Steve Carell to like help him. Oh my God. So he's got like Steve Carell locked in his basement. Wow. To be his therapist. Yeah. Oh my God. Crazy. That is crazy. Yeah, no, you need one. You need one hundred percent to be able to pay attention watching this because there's a, there's a lot a lot to it. Uh, Charlie Puth on the way. His latest Dua Lipa two and Harry Styles is next on Mix one hundred eight. Hey Northland, it's <laughs> Chief and Ian in the morning. Eight fifty three, forty one degrees. I don't know about that one, Chief. <laughs> Our boss, boss, boss was just in here and um, she's making us laugh. She's trying to make me do things. <laughs> Because she knows you're such a good sport. Yeah, yeah. But I, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like that's a lot. That is kind of a lot. We'll uh, we'll divulge what we're talking about on Friday Ew. when we have our next uh, uh, b- gender baby reveal, courtesy of St. Luke's Birthing Center. And uh, so we're really excited about that. During the 7 o'clock hour, we're going to have a couple in, and we are going to tell them uh, the gender of their baby. Yes. And if you're somebody that uh, would like... Ian and I, to do your gender reveal, you, you can uh, apply for that on our website at Mix108.com or also on the Mix108 app. And, uh, you know, we've we had a couple of people that are knowing in, like, December. I yeah, we, I believe we have so. a couple of people on the so. line. So uh, I think we I think we have a, one more opening, one or two more openings for uh, gender reveal. So if you would like to be part of it, just let us know. And uh, we'd love it. This is this has turned out to be a lot of, a lot of fun. So uh, this is... Ian's doing this reveal. I did the I did the racetrack. So, um, oh boy! Thankfully, he's uh, just one of those guys. He's always up for something. Something. We'll fun. see what happens. It's either going to go really great or it's going to be a disaster. So, I expect nothing less. That's happening Friday morning, seven o'clock. And uh, thanks so much for tuning in with us. Ian's hanging out with you till ten. He kicks off eighty minutes of music, commercial free, starting at nine o'clock, courtesy of our friends at Ben Afford, and uh, also as a throwback song of the day and another pin code number for your chance at that thirty thousand dollar grand prize with our thirty thousand dollar fill up details on the app, and that's how you also enter as well. Hope you guys had as much fun as we have. As always, we love you, and uh, we'll be back with you tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. Have a great rest of your Tuesday. See ya. Here's 